Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Ayo. Welcome back to another episode of Show Us Your TDs. It's the Milkman back from hiatus. Sorry I was away, but I had to get my geek on for school. I'm back to make this turkey-hating bastard's life a living hell because somebody stopped him from achieving the ultimate goal of the regular season. But we'll get into that a little later. Goobs, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing all right, you know, drink my prime. You know, uh, I'm staying hydrated. I got I got some shit to uh, some steam to let off. Uh, but I don't know if you want me to do that. I might as well do it now. We're going to get uh, I just I just want to ask before we get into it. Did I ruin your week at all by doing what I did to you? No, you did not ruin my week. Someone else ruined my week. And that would that that somebody is named Zach Taylor. If you don't know who Zach Taylor is, he is the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. So when someone is injured, do you just kind of wave it off? Well, ah, no, he's not injured. You tell all the reporters, ah, no, he's good to go. Let's take him off the questionable. Let's take him off the injury report. No, you say he's injured. The man is injured. He can't play. So what'd you do? You said Wednesday, Thursday, he was injured Friday. Good to go. No, let's take him off the injury report. Saturday, good to go. Sunday, 12.55, good to go. You put him in for one snap. One snap. The dude didn't even do anything. And you said, oh, he wasn't ready to go. And we bench his ass. Do you even know the actual story behind why he was out there in the first place? Yeah, he's trying to rig Las Vegas. And they're, and they're betting. Okay, besides that, he actually was the one that did not listen to the coaching staff. He was not supposed to play. He was not supposed to play, and he snuck onto the field when the game was starting. The head coach didn't know, and he ran onto the field. So that's actually his fault. As much as it is Yahoo's fault, it it's is. Not, no, that's not Yahoo's fault. It's Zach Taylor's fault for taking him off the injury report. He wasn't injured. He was. The he, had a ham- he had a hamstring on yeah, one. And then he was cleared. He was cleared. So then he re-aggravated it during the warmups. So he wasn't going to play. The coaching staff had decided he was not going to play. Higgins is the one who snuck back onto the field okay. uh, and was dressed and went now. onto the field. So, how, like, how, so it's not really the coach's fault. When but he, if, if the coaches say he can't play, then why did they not report that? Because at 12.55, I looked, everybody was A-OK. There was no questionable on anybody. Everybody was good to go. And at 2 p.m., then there was questionable. At 2 p.m., that's an hour after the game has started. Yeah. So I blame the coach. I blame T. Higgins. Uh, I don't blame Yahoo because Yahoo gets the reports from the coaches. Well, This is Zach Taylor's fault. And the people on the sidelines and whatever, and yeah. anyone else behind the scenes. But th- this is this is Zach Taylor's fault. Th- this loss 
is Zach Taylor's fault. The only reason why I'm saying that is because we're going to get into this matchup. I lost 143 to 129 against Melky over here. Thank you, Zach Taylor. <laughs> okay. The reason why I'm saying this, people, is because I had one option on my bench to replace an injured wide receiver, and that was Juju Smith-Schuster, who got 17.9 points, which would have sealed my win and first place. That's like saying if I had played, oh, I don't know, Najee Harris or McKinnon, I still would have beat you. So, and which I was going to play Najee anyways, but I decided not to. We don't live in a world of ifs and buts, Gooby. There is no ifs and buts. It's more of a if he was injured and they said he was injured and he was out for the game, I would have played Juju. That's the coach's fault. Eh, I think it's more T. Higgins' fault than anything. You should be blaming him for not listening to the coaching staff and doing what he felt was best for him instead of what was best for the team and fantasy owners all over because not just you, a ton of people who had T. Higgins oh, and who started sure. T. Higgins, they lost, either they lost or they were just marginally won because of his absence. Yeah, like I still almost won this game, which is crazy with T. Higgins doing zero points. Well... Tell them how you almost won. Go down your uh, your roster there, Goobs. All right. Well, Kirk Cousins, 33 points. I am glad I started you over Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, I kind of saw this coming. I uh, It's against Detroit. They, they played well. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, earlier on, or later on in this episode. But uh, I knew Kirk Cousins was going to ball out. Uh, C.D. Lamb, not, not very good. <laughs> 5.8 points. Versus Houston in a nail biter, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Cowboys weren't good in general, so don't worry. No, uh, T. Higgins, we've already been over that zero points. Thank you very much. Deuce. DeAndre Hopkins, nine point four points. Now I don't blame him because uh, Baby Yoda got injured. We will talk about that a little bit later on. Austin was strong with him that uh, <laughs> Austin Eckler, twenty <laughs> points. Tony Pollard, twenty points. I can't complain there. Those two are studs, man. Uh, I can't wait for Pollard to be the uh, number one back in Dallas. Am I right, Melky? He should be the number one, but I told you, Jerry's ego is not going to allow that to happen until next season. No, that's what I mean. More more next season. I can't wait for him to be our number one back. Sidebar, are you going to keep him over Eckler if that's the case? Oh, fuck no. Eckler's number one. <laughs> Alan and I had that debate. Like, if uh, Zeke is finally cut and Pollard's the new uh, sheriff in town, who would Gooby keep? I said Eckler. I'm like, there's no way he's going to pick Pollard over Eckler. He's like, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm pretty sure Eckler's still the fantasy number one back in points. He's probably in top in the top three at least. Yeah, last time I checked. Oh, wait, no. Josh Jacobs. I think has a couple more points after that 45 point game that he had. Well, Josh uh, Jacobs leads uh, all running backs in rushing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Fairmouth or Fairmouth or however the fuck you want to say it. 10 <laughs> points. Fantastic game from him. Not a lot of yards, but he caught a touchdown. Thank you very much. Yeah. New Joku. Uh, I heard you guys uh, last week and. Uh, I think you said he was going to have more points than Nujoku, or Boss said it, and you guys were both wrong. 
Joku had a couple more points. Yeah. Um, Deontay Foreman in my flex, eight points. I'm not mad. It's a flex. I'm expecting anywhere from five to 15 points in the flex. Uh, Daniel Carlson. So you could have put Juju, though, in your flex and had more points from uh, him over. Uh, I, I would have uh, lost. Pretty sure. Perry, I'll you continue and I'll, uh, I'll go 30. Top. Yeah, I will Let's do seven, 17 minus eight or whatever. Or if you want to round it up, 18 minus uh, nine. Yeah, so it'd, that, be ten, it'd be 10. Okay. It'd be 10 points extra. I would have lost though. You would have lost still. Yeah, it'd be 139. Yeah, yeah, yeah you would have lost. It would have been closer. Okay. It would have 139. Loser. Yeah. Just, just adding salt to the wound, wound buddy. <laughs> Daniel Carlson, the best kicker in the league, 12 points. Nope. nope. And San Fran's defense, 10 points. Melky, how did you beat me? How did well, I beat we, you? We know how. Zach how Kelsey beat you? shit. Because my team showed up and yours didn't. Well, I think your team showed up, actually. I my think team showed up. Zach Taylor just fucked me. I just... <laughs> yeah, he's my new best friend. I got a... Zach Taylor, man, if you want to give me um, your info and I will send you a nice fruit basket for helping me kick this guy's ass and stopping him from getting the number one seed and a bye. Yeah, I, w- I went from one to four. You did. You <laughs> dropped. That was a fa- that was a big drop from uh, from Grace there. Yeah. Told you. Well, a lot of things come to an end, buddy. So you want to know how the milkman beat Goobster? We already, we already went over that, Zach Taylor. <laughs> my team actually did show up and that was a first actually it's been pretty dominant the last two weeks i'm not gonna go over through everyone i'm gonna do what i always do and i'm gonna have my three stars and we're gonna start with number three man that gooby is jealous like it still gets more touches over pollard zeke elliott with 15.6 points Nice job. I'm glad they force fed you after what? They force fed you in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so we got something. I was a little worried there for a, for a hot minute because Pollard was a beast. I'm not going to Pollard got the first touchdown too. and You got two touchdowns, didn't you? Yeah, but he got the first yeah. one of the game. Yeah, he got the first like, rushing oh, touchdown. Wow. Yeah, he got the first rushing touchdown. Well, it wasn't working. Every time they were on the goal line and they were feeding it to Zeke, he would get stuffed. Yeah. Number two, Zach Prescott. I was expecting a lot more from you. In fact, the Cowboys were just flaming garbage. They played they played too close to the Houston Texans. Like, we're just lucky Houston went for it when they really shouldn't have. Because we probably would have lost that game. But he had a nice 20.5 points. Don't do that again and don't do that next week. <laughs> when you're playing. Yeah, when it actually matters. And last but not least, my keeper, the champ. Might be the best running back next season. We'll see. Christian McCaffrey. He's back, Goobs. 28.3 points. He was dominant on Sunday. So as we already said, you heard it from the milkman. I caused Gooby to drop out of first place. I caused him a buy. I cost him almost everything. And now he's got to play in the quarterfinals. So, Goobs, why don't you set up your matchup for this week? Uh, it's looking kind of sticky. Ew. This sticky. matchup? Yeah. Sticky icky? 
Yeah, it's it's looking it's looking a little rough. Uh, I'm predicted to win 131 to 127. This is the biggest issue for me is a quarterback matchup. Kirk Cousins played Indy, and uh, not a Bears lineup. She's got Joe Burrows, and they're playing Tampa, and we know how bad Tampa has been, and their defense has not been great at all. So I think Joe Burrows takes this one. It's going to suck, but I really think Joe Burrows takes this one. C.D. Lamb versus Devontae Smith. Lamb is playing Jacksonville. I expect this guy, and I expect Dak Prescott to have a fantastic game. Not that it matters to Melky that much because he's not playing this week, but I expect C.D. Lamb to ball out this week. <laughs> this is the this is the hard part. That's what she said. <laughs> T. Higgins. <laughs> versus Michael Gallup. I have no idea if I'm actually going to be playing T. Higgins because he's questionable. They're saying it all depends on Friday. If he's full practice Friday, he's most likely going to play. If he's not full practice, he's probably like a doubtful or whatever you want to be. Now, Melky. Yo. Do I start T. Higgins after this bullshit controversy last week? <laughs> well... It's such a tough dilemma because now you are scared out of your fucking mind for that to ever happen again, for one. Yeah. Two, uh, Tyler Boyd also got hurt. Yeah. So if Tyler's if Boyd's not playing and Higgins is, this opens up opportunity for him too. Yep. So it's such a... You're at a crossroads. I would have him in the lineup. But I would be watching the clock and watching the updates from now up until Sunday. What time is that game at? Uh, it's a 425 game. Okay. So I have a chance to switch him out for one player. Can you put him as your flex just in case? I could, but Foreman starts at one. Do you really need Foreman? We'll get into that a little bit later as I go through my matchup. All right. Continue. All right, so he's uh, T. Higgins facing Michael Gallup. Terry McLaurin, I'm playing you, versus Chris Godwin. Uh, McLaurin is facing the Giants, and I think this is a big game for both teams. So I think it's going to be a very, like, I'm not going to say a high-scoring game, but it's going to be like a 24-27 game or something like that. So I expect a couple touchdowns, and I'm hoping it goes McLaurin's way. Yeah, Scary Terry's going to get a lot of looks, and Washington actually actually has something to play for, and the Giants are hanging on by the skin of their teeth. So, yeah, this is a that's a big matchup. McLaurin is a must. You must have him in your lineup. Yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler versus Josh Jacobs. We knew what happened that last time. Josh Jacobs put up 45. <laughs> I hope he doesn't do that again. He's playing New England. Eckler's playing Tennessee. They both have good matchups. I'm going to give this one up to Eckler. Uh, Tennessee has been looking too hot. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one to Eckler. Uh, Tony Pollard versus James Conner. Conner's playing Denver. Denver really needs to rely, rely on this defense. I will talk about that more later on. Pollard's facing Jacksonville. I think Pollard's going to have a game. I'm going to say two touchdowns, 75 yards. I think he gets one, and but he gets 115 yards. Okay, okay. So it kind of makes up for it. 
Uh, I'm not even gonna bother. Fairmouth, Fairmouth, whatever the <laughs> fuck your name is. Uh, versus George Kittle. Uh, Kittle's in Seattle. Fairmouth is in Carolina. Fairmouth is questionable. He's gonna play. They said he's gonna play. I I looked at the things. He says he's good to go. I'm not worried about it. He said he got injured in like the first quarter of last. Uh, last week's game and he still played and still balled out 10 points so I'm not too worried about that but I'm going to give this one to Kittle he's doing better than better quarterback uh, the, too. the start of who? Kittle? He has a better quarterback Purdy's way better than Trubinsky or if Pickett's coming back remember Pickett got knocked out that game yeah ago. they're saying Pickett's questionable but yeah I'm going to give this one to Kittle because despite what, he ha- what happened earlier in the season he's Progress and he's gotten better. Uh, I have Deontay Foreman in the flex versus David Montgomery. Now, again, this might change. I have two players on the bench that I'm looking to change for flex. Melky, DeAndre Hopkins is on my bench. And Juju Smith-Schuster is on my bench. DeAndre Hopkins is playing Denver with a new quarterback, Colt McCoy. Juju Smith is playing Houston, which I think will be a blowout, and then they'll just run the ball. So, with Higgins questionable and Foreman in my flex, does anything need to change? You need to play uh, Juju. I need to play Juju. You need to play Juju. And we bench Hopkins? Well, you might be be playing Hopkins if Higgins isn't playing, or... So if Higgins I, you know, is a 425 game and Hopkins yeah. is a 405 game. So if Cincinnati needs to make that call at four o'clock, they will. Well, they will make the call. The it, it might even come earlier, so you'll know. But I would have right now. I would have Higgins on the bench because you don't know. I would have Hopkins in if Higgins gets the green light. Switch him. Yeah, that's what I would do. And then you would bench Foreman against Pittsburgh. The problem with Carolina is he's getting the yards, but he's not getting the goal line stuff. Hubbard got the the touchdown last week, and I I remember this because I was laughing because every time I saw Carolina on the goal line, I'm like, oh shit, Foreman's gonna get a touchdown, and he didn't. Yeah, he either got stopped or he didn't get the ball. So if I'm gonna leave someone off, it's gonna be him. I'd rather ride my four wide receivers. You you talked about it all season how you have the best collection of wide receivers. I did. It's playoff time, Gooby. So why not use them? So Foreman actually had two chances on the goal line, and then they switched to Hubbard for the third chance, and Hubbard got it. They both had 74 yards. Foreman had 21 touches. Hubbard had 14 touches, but the touchdown. It's hard to say. That's what she said. And who's Foreman playing again? Foreman's playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, right? Okay. And Hop, or sorry, uh, Juju's playing Houston. I'm worried that it's going to be a blowout. And if it doesn't go to Juju, then they're just going to start running the ball and he's going to get like five points. No, I feel like Juju's going to get some love. If they are destroying them, it's going to be early. And even though it's early, wouldn't you rather Juju have like 10 points right off the bat or 15 points instead of waiting it out? Instead of yeah. like the unknown with Foreman or the unknown with D Hop, Juju is a must start all right all right so juju in the flex hopkins in right now for higgins and we bench hopkins against denver with colt mccoy if higgins is a go and make sure you look out for boyd too look out for tyler boyd's status as well 
because that's huge. If he's out, then Higgins is going to get an even bigger role because Chase is going to get the double team. Yeah, as long as he's playing. Yeah. All right. That, uh, sorry, kickers. Carlson versus Dicker. And San Fran D versus Tennessee D. Uh, So, yeah, Melky. Yo. Chances? You should win. Even though you've had, like, this uncertainty that's kind of hovering over you right now, your depth is way better. Your starting lineup is better. Gallup, how many balls did he drop um, last week? He dropped a lot. He had a touchdown clean in his hand. And, yeah. yes, that hit, he got rocked. You got to hold on to that. I don't trust him. Tampa's not scoring touchdowns. Godwin's getting volume, but he's not getting TDs. Devontae Smith, now that's one guy you have to watch out for. They're playing Chicago. They're playing Chicago, too, so that could just be a route. In Chicago. Doesn't matter. Like, Philly's just on another level right now. Yeah. You have the wide receiver matchup. Now, you guys are more even running back-wise because Connor's going to get fed a lot with Colt McCoy. And tight end, she has you in the tight end spot, but whatever. But you should win. You should win this matchup. I can't see. Unless, like, Burrow puts up a 40-piece, I can't see her I can't do any. If Higgins is in and Burrow puts up a 40 piece, how many balls goes to Higgins? He'll get some love. So that's the handcuff. That's that's what you want. Yeah. Because that's you what get I'm the, hoping for. You get the PPR points. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. It's, it's the playoffs, man. It's the quarterfinals. Anything can happen, but you should be in the semis next week. And then you'll lose that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who I'd be playing. I haven't even looked at the actual orders. It just all depends if Adam beats uh, Lisa. If Adam wins, then you'd go face the higher seed. So you'd face Allen. Yeah, Next. which I would like that, actually. Cause I think everyone wants to play Allen because his team's in shambles right now. Yeah. <laughs> but... Speaking of shambles, what's going on with Tom Brady, man? Got divorced. Yeah, I think that's half the battle. The other thing is, I don't think he wants to be in Tampa anymore. I think his heart is somewhere else. But that's speculation for next season. But we're talking about last week. And we're talking about rookie quarterback outshining Brady. Purdy leads San Francisco to a 35-7 victory. Brady had pedestrian numbers, Gooby. 34 for 55, 253 yards, a touchdown, two INTs. Yep. And that lovable rookie, 16 for 21, 187, two touchdowns. And that one to Ayuk was a beaut, by the way. Christian McCaffrey was the star of the game. 14 carries, 119 yards, one touchdown, and 34 receiving yards. Debo Samuels injured his ankle and sprained his MCL. He's roughly out three, they say three-ish weeks. I, I love how they actually say three-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, so you're not... I have, him, I have him in my other leagues, so... Yeah, so that was a, that was a turning point, but that actually awoke Ayuk and helped Lisa secure victory. You're welcome. So, Goobs, I gotta ask you, can... Purdy lead the San Francisco 49ers on a long playoff run. No, not a chance. I mean, 
16 for 21, 185 yards. Yeah, he got two touchdowns, but how much was the touchdowns more the receiver, not the throwing? No, it was the throwing, especially that second one. He threw it down the down the side, and it was a beautiful catch for a touchdown. He actually yeah. was accuracy. He's, you know what? He kind of looks like J- Jimmy Garoppolo, but he takes more chances. That's what he reminds me of. The guy's got poise. Goobs, you have this on your team. The San Francisco 49ers defense. You don't need... But you asked me, can Purdy lead their team? Okay. So backtrack the question. Can San Francisco make a long playoff run with the combination of Purdy and their defense? Quarters, not semis. I don't think... I don't think they... They're what? They're, are they wild card right now? No, they have their division. They're going to win yeah, their division. They're going to win their division then. They'll win the quarters, lose the semis. Yeah, they, they play the winner. So as it sits right now, they would play the winner of Minnesota and I think Washington. Yeah. So, so hypothetically, Minnesota probably so wins that. So they'd have to go to Minnesota. Yeah. And you know what? I think Minnesota is going to step up in the playoffs this, this year. And they're gonna, they're gonna do something nasty with Justin Jefferson. I like I said, not semis, maybe quarters. Um, but yeah, uh, let's talk Christian Caffrey's old team, Carolina Panthers. What? Winning thirty to twenty four against the Seahawks. Sam Darnold, fourteen to twenty four, one hundred and twenty yards, one touchdown. Geno Smith, twenty one for thirty six, two sixty four, three touchdowns, two ints. Man, Marquise Goodwin, five receptions, 95 yards, one touchdown. DK Metcalf, five receptions, 71 yards, one touchdown. Tyler Lockett, five receptions, 60 yards, one touchdown. Are the Seahawks going to beat out the Washington Redskins or Washington Commanders or the New York Giants, Melky? Sweet Caroline, ba, ba, ba. sorry, I just gotta get, have to get that out, out of my system. Seattle's gonna be in the playoffs. Okay. The Giants, unfortunately, are the weak link. I think Washington gets in because they just have everything and they're clicking on all cylinders. Seattle, they're like they're a Jekyll and Hyde team, but I feel like they'll get their shit together and they'll just squeak, squeak in. And then ultimately lose, but they'll squeak in. And the Giants, I just don't have faith in Daniel Jones. I have way more faith in Geno Smith. So yeah, they'll be there. They're like the Morocco of the NFL right now. Yeah, you could say that. That's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> For you guys watching the World Cup, everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, World Cup is, uh, I just can't believe the, um, the excitement, man. The, that Argentina game. Whew. Yeah, that was a good game. That was a All right, let's, let, enough about football. Let's talk football. All right, well, speaking <laughs> of football, moving on to a division matchup. We have the Lions pouncing all over the Vikings, 34-23. to 23. Now, Gooby's quarterback, Kirk Cousins, went 31 for 41, 425 yards. Had a banging game. Two touchdowns and Jared Goff, not too shabby himself. 330 passing yards, three touchdowns, and he went 27 for 39. 
Justin Jefferson had an all-world game, 11 receptions, 223 yards, but was robbed of a touchdown. I don't know if you saw that. He was called out a bound, and he was not. And he was off to the races after that. I did not see that. That's Yeah, that's what happened. You should check out the replay. I definitely will. So, Goobs, with the Lions' victory over their division foe, can they make a run for that last playoff spot? Oh, that's a tough one. I got to check out the conference now. Uh, They're still in the race, technically. Um, It's hard to say. Like... They're off and on like crazy compared to like who, who, who who's in the division right now. I'm trying to find it. Sorry, people. Packers. Yeah. Okay. So Bears. the playoff picture right now, as it stands, they're they're close. They're behind the Seahawks. The way Washington and the Giants are playing, I don't see them making a push for the playoffs. Like the, I see them making a push, but I don't know if they're going to get into the playoffs. Um, I think if I remember correctly, Washington and the Giants still have a couple divisional games to play and they could win those, especially if it's against. I know they're playing one against each other and we've seen what Washington can do to Philly. Yeah, maybe. Can the Giants do the same thing? That's the question is if these guys can pull an upset over the Cowboys, over each other and over Philly. It's a it's a big race between those four teams: Lions, Seahawks, Giants, and Commanders. I also want to shout out Ball Ball Walker for getting this game right, because I'm pretty sure that was his tuning bet, was it not? Mm, no, his tuning bet was lefty bastard who can't throw past 15 yards to us. <laughs> oh right, right, oh, right. It no, was I a shot that. at me against Herbert, and I think we I think we had that. a just like I took the shot. Yeah, I, just, I took a shot at him when I picked <laughs> New York. I knew New York wasn't going to win. I, I was just taking a shot at him. Yeah, he did the same thing. No, he did. That was not his tuny bet. Right. I, re- I remember now. I remember now. My, my apologies. Detroit could make a push, but I don't think they're going to get it. So it looks like sunnier, sunnier days are coming in Detroit because that offense, juggernaut. Juggernaut yeah. offense. Goff is starting to look like Goff again, like back when he was doing really well with the Rams. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we got New England Patriots versus Arizona Cardinals. Patriots put a stomping on the Cardinals, 27-13. Mac Jones, 24-35, 235 yards, one INT. Colt McCoy coming in for the injured Kyler Murray. 27 of 40, 246 yards, one INT. Kyler Murray with actually pretty decent numbers, one for one, nine yards. <laughs> hey man, he, he's perfect, one for one. You can't can't knock him on that. Are the Cardinals in trouble now without Kyler Murray as their starting quarterback? They were in trouble with him as their starting quarterback, so it doesn't really matter. He's done for the year, torn ACL. Now he has more time to play Call of Duty. I actually think it's a good thing because his attitude needs to be in check. Now he can sit there and think about it while they fix his knee up. Screw him. He looks like Baby Yoda. Okay, so let me rephrase this then. Is Kyler Murray in trouble if Colt McCoy plays well through the next, was it three games left? There's more than three. There's four. Four? Yeah. But is <laughs> Kyler Murray in trouble? No, 
No, well, they invested. They they've invested so much money into him. Colt McCoy is old as fuck. He just takes care of himself, so he looks good. But no, they've invested way too much money. They need to have that talk. They need to have as he's rehabbing and getting ready for next season. They need to have that talk and be like, listen, you're the franchise. We rely on you. Everything goes through you. You need to put your ego in check and you need to start leading us. We need to see glimpses of last season before that horrible playoff game. But that's what they need. They need last year's Kyler, not this year's. So maybe this injury will humble him. Definitely needs it. Well, that was our highlights, but let's get in to the better highlights. The AFC West <laughs> Bulletin. Are you fucking kidding me? And How's it better? How's it better if it's one of the worst divisions in football? I don't know if you could hear my sarcasm in my voice. You actually sounded happy, but <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I was uh, I was brightening it up a little bit. Okay. All right. Let's, okay, hold on. Rewind. Let's get into the AFC. <laughs> All right, Chiefs stand tall, ten and three, at the top of the charts in the AFC West. Chargers seven and six, the Raiders five and eight, and the Denver Broncos three and ten, with a lost streak of five. The kid is a L seven weenie. All right, um, yeah. So Chiefs. Win 34-28 against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> ten and three versus three and ten. Who would have thought that the KC Chiefs would have won that? Right? Who wasn't picking KC to win in Mile High against that trash dumpster, fire dumpster of a team called the Denver Broncos? Oh no! If I was the Denver Broncos defense, I would be so upset. Patrick Mahomes, 28-42, 352 yards, three touchdowns, three INTs. We all know how Denver likes to shout out, INT, every time they get a freaking interception. They also like to shout out, let's ride, but that doesn't get them anywhere. Yeah, ride straight down the hill into a fucking wall. (laughs) (laughs) Now... Yeah, that D. How angry would you be if you were Denver Broncos defense right now? I'd be furious. They're the only reason that the team is... I mean, they've lost a lot of respect, but there's still like an ounce of respect left. And didn't they have a stat if the offense actually showed up and scored like 18 points, they'd be 9-2 or something like that? Or Yeah, that's what... That's what Ba was saying. If they scored 18 points, they would be like 10 and something, right? 10 and 3 or something like that. Yeah, they'd probably have the same record as the Chiefs. Yeah. But they can't score because Russell Wilson sucks hairy balls and they're injured. Like Jerry Judy actually showed up with 73 yards and three touchdowns. That's the Jerry Judy that they expected when they drafted him. So he, he showed up. The running game is crap. Everything else is crap. Even... Russ getting knocked on his ass. Still, it's just a horrible season. It's crashing and burning quickly. And if I'm Denver, I'm telling Russ, 
just stay home. I know your pride is online and you don't want Seattle to get like that top notch draft pick because the more they lose, the higher the pick. Yep. But, but I tell him to go home. It's done. You're an embarrassment. This is an embarrassing season. We want to forget about it. Just go home. Yeah. After he got knocked out, that lost look in his eye. I feel like I've seen that all season. You're not going to go anywhere else this season. So cut, cut your losses and start it again next year. Imagine that defense on one of the top seven teams in each conference. Super Bowl contender. Oh, 100%. Put them with, with the Bengals. Oh, oh dirty. Absolutely yeah. dirty. So I may have soiled myself here. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's, it's just it's it's not looking good for Denver. Chargers 23-17 over the Dolphins. We kind of saw this kind of coming to a didn't do so well. Yeah, let me let me jump in here because I have a side story where a guy on Instagram whose name is Dolphins Talk must be some show he does out of his basement because he seems like a fucking loser decided to tag me because I had mentioned Tua can't throw 15 yards and he said you're crazy look at the season he's having you don't know shit then he tagged me in a in a, a reel of Mahomes under throwing the ball but his receiver still catching it so I said well was that Tua throwing no clearly it was Mahomes and he just made my point that you're showing a reel of Mahomes who's way better than Tua. So are we comparing the two? No comparison. And then he kept going on about, oh, the Dolphins are so great. And Tua is great. He's he's MVP candidate. I'm like, no, he's not. He's not an MVP candidate. And I said, I can name you 10 quarterbacks I'd take over Tua. So what's your point? Anyways, long story short, this game brought the biggest smile on my face because there was a huge debate between Justin Herbert and Tua Tagovailoa. Justin Herbert is way better than Tua. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Has the arm strength, can run, has been in the league longer, and actually stays healthy. This game should have put that to rest. Tua has not beat the elite teams yet or the good teams yet. Everybody wants to ride on him, be like, he's the new savior, save it. And if I ever hear any Dolphins fans come at me again, go back to this game because this was a game you could have proved yourself and you failed miserably. Oh, yeah. Anyways, Gooby, continue. Tua is not an MVP candidate. <laughs> I like my bold predictions. That's why I go for the Jets every once in a while. But, like, that's out thats out of this fucking universe prediction right there, MVP candidate. This guy's not having an MVP candidate season. I do agree that he can throw more than 15 yards. He's proven Barely. That. Barely. If you watch that game, most of his balls were underthrown. The only reason why Tyreek got that touchdown, the corner fell. He yeah. fell and slipped, so Tyreek was off to the races. The other touchdown was that weird bounce that Tyreek grabbed and just went circles around people. Tua didn't anything, and he didn't do he didn't do much the following week. So you want to be put up there with the the big boys? You have to beat the big boys. He has not done that yet. I am not convinced Tua is legit. He's a starter. I don't think he's a Super Bowl contender. He's the downfall of that team. That team is so talented. If they have Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, any other quarterback, really, they're go they're going a lot further. Yeah, they are. Not they, Tom Brady. Oh yeah, 
Tom Brady, Tom Brady would take that team to at least the second round. Tua, they're going to be one and done. I think if Aaron Rodgers goes to Miami, that would be a Super Bowl whole, team. Oh yeah, one round, Super that would be a whole different team. Okay, um, but gotta, yeah, we got to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk Raiders versus Rams. Now this was a nail biter, seventeen sixteen. My guy. Baker Mayfield coming out strong, 22 of 35, 230 yards, one touchdown. The one that counted, Melky. Baker looked like the draft pick Baker. Yeah, he looked good. See what happens when you actually can play quarterback for a game? Yeah, but is, is it a fluke or is it just like one and done? It was a nice story. It was actually a really good game. Great ending. Like when a game ends like that, that's probably the perfect ending to any type of game. But Baker is still Baker. Yeah. There's a reason that he got dropped from Carolina. There's a reason the Browns didn't want him anymore. He's. Do you know what he's playing for? He's playing for an audition next year. So this is a great start. Stafford retires. Does Baker start for the Rams and then get dropped once they find somebody else? He might be. He might be a, uh, a bridge quarterback. You never know. He could revamp himself. Anything is possible. But let's pump the brakes with Baker until we see the rest of the season and then next year. All right, Melky, finish us off with that AFC West Bulletin. And that was your AFC West Bulletin dedicated to Kevin. I did not <laughs> miss that last week. all right so goobs this league is quarterback driven you know you need that top tier quarterback to go where you need to be so let's talk quarterbacks qb or not qb that is the question we're gonna go with eight teams and we're gonna decide if they have a qb or not so, Goobs, your favorite team, the New York Jets. They have Mike White, Zach Wilson, and Joe Flacco. QB or not QB? Uh, two or not QB. One is a half a QB. Life is like a box of chocolates. You take a bite of one. If you don't like it, you throw it away. You do that to Joe Flacco. <laughs> you do that to the MILF Hunter, and you keep Mike White. So He's, is he the quarterback for next year? He should be the quarterback for next year. Uh, he's not phenomenal, but he's playing well. Put more reps into this guy, he could become a good quarterback. I don't know if he'll ever take you to the Super Bowl, but he can get you some wins. I agree. Um, I agree. Mike White is a QB. I would ride with him the rest of the season and give him a chance next season and see what you have before you make any big decisions. But the MILF Hunter belongs on the pine and Joe Flacco is probably retiring soon anyway. So whatever. Yeah. All right. Texans. They got Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who I haven't checked. Kyle Allen. And oh, Jeff, yeah. Kyle Allen and Jeff. Jeff Driscoll. Now, is Jeff Driscoll labeled as a tight end QB in fantasy leagues? Yeah, he's a 
double threat. <laughs> I thought about picking him up because, oh wait, like this could be great. Excuse me, what the eh? I'm pretty sure it was him. I'm not sure. Anyways, uh, Melky, Davis Mills, is QB or not QB? I'm gonna make this a lot easier for you. All three of them are not QB. They need to go out and either trade for a quarterback or draft one next uh, for this upcoming draft. They're not going anywhere with any of these guys. They're all flaming garbage. So, no, not QB. All right, all right. Malky, number three. All right, we got the Colts, Goobs, Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger, Nick Foles. QB or not QB? That's a, that's a tough question because I like Matty Ice. Um, but at this point in time in his career, not QB. Big Dick Foles, not QB. Sam Ellinger, I don't even know who you are. He, he remember he started over Matty Ice when he was benched. Again, don't know who he is. <laughs> so he's in that category of like, do I really want to eat that piece of chocolate? Because I don't know if I'm going to like it. I might leave it there for somebody else to take. <laughs> where, where are you leaving this chocolate? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, where, this is where oh, I got. I know where you're leaving it in the mailbox on a scorching hot day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I don't know why I'm doing the box of chocolates. I thought we were doing some kind of Shakespeare shit. So I was like, no, I'm going to throw in some. <laughs> Some movie reference. <laughs> All right, but, who, we got uh, next? who we got next? <laughs> we got the Panthers quarterback. We got Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, and Matt Corral, or Corral, or however you want to say. It. Don't know who those two are. Sam Darnold, QB, not QB. The not QB. The, they need to start fresh as well. To move this team in the right uh, direction, yeah, you got to tear it all down. So I think they're going to trade more. They're going to trade any other pieces they have to recoup the Baker Mayfield trade. They need to start from from the ground up. So yeah, not QB on the Carolina Panthers. All right, Melky, what do we got going on next? You're going to New York, Goobs? Well, more New Jersey. Blah. Got Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, QB or not QB, Gooby? Both not QB. That's that's easy. Uh, no one's heard Tyrod Taylor's name at all this year. And Daniel Jones is like keeping up with the Kardashians. He's just trying to keep up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that was a really bad joke. I'm sorry was. for that one. But uh, well, I was thinking about him falling over on his ass. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that fall, I'm sure he needed plastic surgery. There you go. There's the joke, everybody. Hey. Hey, Saved it. <laughs> right, um, yeah, both not QB. All right. Who got next? Chance, no. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett. Mitch Trubisky. Mason Rudolph. Malky QB, not QB. Kenny Pickett, QB. I like him. He need he just needs more seasoning, but he's going to get better. That offense is going to get used to him. He's going to lead them. Now, I don't know if they'll ever get back to a Super Bowl with him, but they're in the right direction. So he's a QB. Good, good job, uh, Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. Uh, Trubisky. The rest of them are flaming garbage. I don't really care about Pickett. The rest of them, they're not QBs at all. Trubisky is a pine QB. He likes to ride the pine, and that's where he should be. No, he's a interception whore that he likes to throw so many fucking picks. He threw two coming into the game last weekend. (laughs) Garbage. All right. All right, right. baby. We're going to New Orleans. Andy Dalton. Crab legs, a.k.a. Jameis Winston. QB or not QB? Got to take some help. Yeah, he's barely a quarterback, too. <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a tight end. All right, Andy Dalton was QB. Now, not QB. Time to retire, my friend. Sit that ginger ass on a couch, eat some Cheetos, matches your hair, and uh, enjoy life with your millions probably, of dollars. Then you should join, you should join him because that's your favorite snack. I mean, I would love to join any NFL player watching the football because I'm sure they have a nice house. They probably got a backyard pool, nice big screen. Oh, I would enjoy that. So and, and a big fish aquarium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, some of them do. I've I Googled some. Fantastic. But uh, I don't know about swimming with the Cheetos because it might get soggy. Um, Andy Dalton right now. Sorry, buddy. You are not QB. Jameis Winston, when were you ever a QB? Taysom Hill, tight end. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair. It speaks for itself. New England Patriots. Mac Jones, Bailey Zapp, Zappy. I don't know. It's got an E at the end of it. Brian Hoyer. I don't even know who you are. Malky, QB, not QB. Mac Jones, QB, uh, Zappy. Is he the one that played for him those two games he was injured? Like I said, I don't know who these guys are. I think he was the. I think he was the guy that looks. Remember, Matt jo- Mac Jones has a doppelganger and he's on his team. Oh, kind of. Yeah, I'm looking at this shit right yeah, now. Yeah, so he was okay, but I'm gonna say no to him. I'm gonna say no to Hoyer because Hoyer's old as fuck, and get uh, Garrett Gilbert. I don't even know who that is. So you're a no too, but yeah, Mac Jones QB. They, he's not the problem. Belichick needs to start giving him weapons. Yeah, there's right. no wide receivers. Yeah, so that's not his fault. Uh, Zappy, uh, 2022, 65 completions, 92 attempts, 70 completion, 781 yards, three ints, five touchdowns. I mean, possible QB. No, whatever. I hate New England, so I don't care. But yeah, Mac Jones QB. And yeah, they have a cute quarterback for, I think, the next 10 years. With Mac all, all these quarterbacks need to drink some prime and get hydrated. No, they're staying away from that shit because they know it's bad. <laughs> but that was our uh, QB or not QB segment. Hope you guys liked it. Uh, what do we get next, Gooby? Uh, apparently my favorite ta- pastime in a toilet. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got that one right. Where's my gold star? You know it. I want it. my you gold star. Boomer bust. All right, all right. Boomer bust, everybody. Uh, I'm going to take this one away. Uh, I got an odd one for us. I'm going with Denver's defense. Playing against Arizona, who is missing Kyler Murray and starting a questionable Colt McCoy, I'm going to say Denver's defense will be a boom this week. They have a really strong defense, just lacking in offense. Well, duh. 
look look to the likes of Simmons and Certain to you know rustle a few feathers, pun intended. I think Denver can get you about 15 to 20 points this week against Arizona. Melky, what do you think? I agree. Boom. They're against AZ. They're unraveling. Defense isn't the issue. They're fourth overall in defense, fourth in points allowed, seventh against the pass, 17th against the rush. They have their ninth in interceptions. It's just Russ is a trash can. Yeah. And Hackett doesn't know what he's doing. So I agree. Good choice. Yeah, and you know what, man? Like I said earlier, you put this defense on one of the top seven teams uh, in each conference, and this is almost a Super Bowl contender no matter what. Absolutely. All right, right. so I'm going to go to New England. We're going to stick with the AFC and go with Damian Harris from the New England Patriots. Last week, he had five rushing attempts and 16 yards. He's a bust, Gooby. Yeah. Big old bust. Just because Stevenson is dealing with an injury doesn't mean Harris is in line to see his volume increase. Belichick loves using multiple running backs. It's most likely it's going to be by committee. Plus, Harris is also dealing with his own injury. He missed two games before that with his with a thigh injury, I believe. So don't put all your eggs in one basket with this player, especially for the playoffs. He's a bust. I 100% agree with you. They will bust. All right. Bukaki bust. <laughs> I'm going with my second pick is Brandon Ayuk. With San Fran losing Debo to injury, look to see Ayuk be a bust this week. This is why I want you to put that busted. You know the you want it. <laughs> Anyways, he is a bust this week. Uh, versus a strong Seattle defense. They're starting a third-string quarterback who is banged up in his ribs. San Fran is one good shot to the ribs from starting a fourth-string quarterback. Though Purdy looked good last week, I can't trust the QB situation in San Fran to make Ayuk a valuable starter in the fantasy playoffs. Ayuk only caught two passes out of three attempts and one was for a 32-yard touchdown last week. Rightfully so, great pass, great touchdown, but you're not gonna get much if you only have three attempts. Also at the expense of Debo going down too. He probably yeah. doesn't get that touchdown if Debo doesn't get hurt. Yeah, you know what? His volumes may go up because of Debo being injured, but how accurate are, accurate are these passes going to be towards him? I think he's gonna be a bust this week. Melky, what do you think? See, I had him as a bust if Purdy didn't play. So that's all in contingency. Also, I don't think they're going to rely on just him. They have other receivers and heavily, they have a really good running game. So CMC's volume is going to go up. Kittle's volume is going to go up. Some of the other receivers that I don't know of, their volume is going to go up too. And plus, Ayuk is going to see the double teams. Yeah, I would label him as a bust this week. Maybe next week with a better matchup. But again, Debo's still probably out. Debo with Debo's still out, but you know what? I think they I think the teams will see what they've done without him this week. And maybe there'll be a different game plan. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't start him this week. Alright, alright. Um Melky. Last but not least, a newbie, a rook. Chigazime. 
Okonkwo, a.k.a. Chig, is what his teams call him. He had six receptions, 45 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion last week. Goobs, he's a boom. The rookie tight end has delivered in the last three games. He is relied heavily by Ryan Tannenhill. He's making the most of every opportunity. He's been targeted five times in the last three games. Chig is making a case for himself against Austin Hooper. If he's available and you're lacking in the tight end spot or maybe are unsure about your tight end, give him a shot because he is trending up. I like that pick. That's a that's a solid pick for me. And I'm going to agree. Boom for me. 100%. Okay. Well, that was a boomer bust. Thanks, Gooby. Let's move on to the last segment of the pod. The creator, Ba Walker, his baby, it's Toonie Bets. And Goob, since you have that Denver hate, why don't you start us off? All right. My Denver hate makes it easy for me to call out this game. Broncos <laughs> over Cardinals. Odd, isn't it? But as we alluded to, cards are without their starting quarterback, Baby Yoda. Broncos defense, fantastic defense. And at this point, man, I think this is going to be a heavily defensive game. And I think the defense of the Denver Broncos are going to win this game for them. I agree 100%. I mean, Murray is done for the season. The real McCoy is the complete opposite. Probably one of the worst weekend games this Sunday. And that's including if Russ does play. So regardless, it's going to be shit. Jerry Judy is finally emerging. emerging, And I think Broncos are playing for pride. So yeah, I like them this week to come to AZ and uh, steal a victory. All right, all right. Melky, what do we got? I've got the Saturday night matchup. The Bills over the Dolphins. This is a revenge game. It's like I said, Saturday night. It's in Buffalo. It's a division game, and this is probably to cement Buffalo winning that division. Two has not been great against good teams. In fact, two was 0-3 in weather with 45 degrees or lower. So this does not bode well for him. And Mike McDaniel's dance moves cannot save the Miami Dolphins at all. I don't know if you saw that. He was jamming to uh, YG. Yeah, uh, that's, during, that, during practice. That. Yeah, that coach <laughs> he, man. I mean, got, he can move. Yeah, I was gonna say that coach man. He's got style. No, he's got swag. I, I like him. He's not the issue. I'm just saying, even with all that, it's not gonna help him. It's gonna be a beat down. I like Buffalo to win. Buffalo does not forget because Miami did squeak that victory out weeks ago in over there in South Beach or wherever they play. So I'm taking the Bills, man. Bills Mafia, let's go. I, I saw a little report um, saying that Tua is not going to do well because of the weather and whatnot in Buffalo. And Tua came out and said, I, I, I think it was Alabama. I forget where, where he was talking about. He was like, I had snow here, so what's the difference? Because I, I know he played for Alabama, so I'm assuming he was talking about snow in Alabama or something. I don't know. But I kind of agree with you. I don't think Miami's going to put out like they did last time. 
Did they, they already play Buffalo, right? Yeah, they played him in Miami. Remember, remember it was that weird ending. The uh, the kicker, the punter kicked it up in the air. And Buffalo still had a chance to win, and then Josh Allen threw a pick. I, oh I, yeah, 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 yeah. Josh yeah, yeah. Allen threw a pick. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't see it being uh, a one sided game, but I do see Buffalo taking this one, um, especially because it's in Buffalo. So yeah. That's a win for me. What? What are you talking about? All right, folks. That is the end of Toonie Bets. And as per usual, the end of the episode. I want to thank Melky for being here with me. As per usual, thank you for uh, putting me in fourth place. Not thank you, Zach Taylor, but... It was a combination of both, you know. Bygones be bygones. He got on the phone with me. I got on the phone with him. I'm like, listen, we got a game plan here. We need to knock Gooby down to fourth. He can't get this buy. He can't get his buy in. He can't can't get a buy because your game plan was for the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe get a fine for screwing up Betty. Yeah, I don't care. That's a that's a them problem. I just wanted you to like be in fourth. <laughs> that's a, that's the rumors, man. Is uh, that uh, the Bengals might get a fine for uh, fixing games? I don't think it was fixed, though. I I honestly think Higgins disobeyed and went on the field to screw this. I'm playing. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, thank you for doing this with me. Thank you, uh, Not After 30, for letting us do this. It's always a fun time every week to do this during uh, football season. Melky, what do you got? Dude, I can't believe there's only three weeks of the fantasy, fantasy season left. It's playoff time. It's the best time. I mean, I'm watching from the outside in, but you know, Gooby's in there, and damn, anything could happen, man. You can live uh, vicariously through me. Not really. I could care less what happens to you. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. You want me to win. In, in fantasy, in fantasy. Uh, but I do want to thank Bob Walker for filling in. You're always welcome uh, on this show, and you're a big part of the show. And it was worth the eagle stank you left lingering. Hey, you! So, thanks, buddy. You're a real pal. And then the usual, I want to thank any 30 as well. I want to thank uh, Not After... That's the same. That's the same company. Na thirty nine after thirty. Same company. I want to thank you, Gooby, for always riding shotgun with me. I want to thank the Sports Review podcast. You know, check them out on Townhouse Media. And most importantly, I want to thank you, the fans, for supporting us. Uh, we wouldn't do this without you. And we talk a lot of nonsense, and you put up with it. So thank you so much. Especially those Miami uh, fans. No, nah, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> them and like the ones on TikTok were going at me too, saying it was disrespectful and idiotic for me to say he can't throw past 15 yards. I'm like, well, have you not seen him throw the ball? It's wobbly. It's gross. It's not accurate. He's not great passing the ball. Is it like a Tim Tebow ball? Honestly, there was a comparison of him and Tim Tebow. Now, I would take him over Tebow because Tebow's just flat out garbage. What type yep. would you take more though? <laughs> I put it, ah, man, I think I take the Tebow hype, obviously. The Tebow yes, hype is real, man. Yes, sir. But having said that, I'm Melky. That is Gooby. Thank you again for listening to week 15. And we're going to end. We're going to end it here like Russ and the Broncos playoff chances. Drink prime, everybody. Logan, hit me up. <laughs>